Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 605, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday. Welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions and I answer them for you. When I'm not doing this podcast, I actually teach at three institutions. I'm the chair of the Department of Nutrition and Basic Sciences at Bastyr University, California, where I teach in the Master of Science in Nutrition for Wellness program. I also teach health and nutrition classes at two other institutions. And as far as my credentials go, I have my doctor of public health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. So I wanna make sure I mention those things because, you know, I wanna bring cred to this podcast. I wanna make sure you feel like you're getting the truth. So with that, let's hear today's question as we optimize your life. Hello, Dr. Neil. This is Andy. I want to say that so far I am loving the podcast. I've just experienced it recently. I do have a question. I have been dieting just from regular healthy eating and exercising. And so far I've lost around 24 pounds. And I'm also looking into start training to do races such as triathlons and some of the more extreme races like the Spartan races. I've heard about the keto diet, which doesn't totally interest me, but one thing I have heard about that I would like more information on is the fat adaptive program. I didn't know if you've already covered this or not, and if not, if you could do some information about what it is and what kind of eating program you need to do that. Thank you very much. Hi, Andy. Thank you for your question. And thank you so much for listening. I'm glad you're enjoying the show and are finding it helpful. And congratulations on your progress. That is no easy feat. You're doing amazing. So I would be happy to discuss the fat-adapted diet and its pros and cons. Now, in general, the fat-adapted diet, sometimes known as the fat-adapted program, is similar in many ways to the ketogenic diet. The goals are also fairly similar help the body burn more fat as fuel more often. The fat-adapted diet is basically a keto-type diet, but directed more for athletes. So since body fat is in great supply, the theory is that if we can use fat as our source of energy or fuel during exercise, we may be able to maximize our performance. 
So the hope is the body will adapt to burning more fat more often. Hence the name, fat-adapted diet. Now the belief is, in order for this to happen, you need to lower your carbohydrate intake while increasing the consumption of high-fat foods. Typical American diets consist of about 60% of one's daily energy or calories coming from carbohydrates, and about 15% come from protein, and about 25% comes from fat. Contrast this with the ketogenic diet, which requires about 10% of one's daily calories coming from carbohydrate, 20% from protein, and a whopping 70% from fat. Now, depending on the version that's being followed, the macronutrient breakdown for the fat-adapted diet would look something very similar to the keto diet, where about 65% of one's daily calories are supposed to come from foods that are high in fat, about 25% of the calories should come from carbohydrate-rich foods, and 10% from protein. And again, by eating this way, the hope is the body will change its metabolism and turn to burning fat as fuel more often, especially during exercise. What we've learned is we have a limited supply of glycogen or stored sugar in the body. But again, we have a seemingly endless supply of fat. So the theory goes, if we use mainly glycogen or stored carbohydrate or stored sugar as fuel, we're gonna end up running out. That's when we hit the wall. But with fat, because it's in seemingly endless supplies, we don't hit the wall. We can just continue working out. Now, recent studies have examined the health effects of the fat-adapted diet on elite athletes, but we have to be careful when interpreting these results because this is a very unique subset of individuals. Elite athletes have very different nutritional needs when compared to those of us that do not possess these superhuman-like abilities. We may consider ourselves athletes, but we're probably not. They perform at a different level, even if we're regular gym goers. Plus, even those of us that are active on a regular basis but are not athletes, believe it or not, we've already begun changing our metabolisms. The higher your level of cardiovascular and muscular fitness, the more likely you are gonna burn fat all the time. And this is independent of what you eat. So if you've been strength training regularly for, let's say, the past year or more and doing regular cardio, I'm willing to guess that your metabolism has already shifted and your body automatically has been burning more fat without even switching your diet. What we know is that in the short term, following a fat-adapted diet appears to be relatively safe for otherwise healthy individuals. But my point is this. You may not need to change your diet so drastically to help your body burn more fat, especially when you work out. When switching from a standard American diet, which consists mostly of carbohydrates, to one of mostly fat, like in the fat-adapted program, there will be some side effects. Complaints in the past have ranged from feeling fatigued, which could be the result of having low blood sugar due to the decreased intake of carbohydrate, constipation, also due to the reduced carbohydrate intake, or in some cases, diarrhea because of the increased fat intake. Some also may develop gallstones, and there's the risk of developing vitamin deficiencies as well. What we also need to keep in mind, besides the fact that most of these studies were performed in elite athletes, which really doesn't describe the rest of us, these studies were performed in the short term, which means less than six months. I always like to tell the story of my conversation with a leading ketogenic diet researcher while attending an academic conference a while back. I asked her, we have all of this data on the short-term effects of following a high-fat, lower-carb diet. But what happens when otherwise healthy individuals, not athletes, 
follow this diet for a year or more? Her response, we don't know. So it is possible that over the long term, individuals may not experience these same benefits. Plus, this diet is really strict. I'm not so sure that long-term adherence to it is realistic for most of us. When you know you're gonna be studied, when you sign up to be a participant in a study, you're gonna be motivated and you're gonna be really strict with your eating because you just signed something that says, I agree to do this. But for those of us that just wanna look our best and feel our best and get the max out of our workouts, it may not be as motivating to eat in such a restricted way. But let's say this type of eating pattern does appeal to you. It would be wise to discuss this diet with your physician to be sure that it's safe given your current health status and your prior health history. And if you do decide to move forward with this, I would recommend you incorporate this pattern of eating very slowly to prevent any uncomfortable side effects. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you so much again for your question, Andy. You're gonna be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you wanna be in the raffle, send me a question. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. You can record right from your computer's microphone. It's really easy and you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. Thank you for sharing your week with me. I hope you had a wonderful one. Thank you for listening every day and all the way through. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I'm full of thank yous. Hey, tis the season for thankfulness, right? I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I'll be back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com 
That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.